you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Welcome to the Stardom Sit'em Show as we head into week three. I am Marcus Grant, joined by Michael F. Florian Flora. This, of all the shows we do, this might have the best opening beat to it. Like, I just, like, I feel like we should just get them to just cut this as a track and I'm just going to loop it on Spotify. <laughs> Honestly, we should get, like, one of the listeners to try to, like, write lyrics or something that fit the beat. And then yes. that's our new theme song. That could totally be our theme song. Is there somebody out there who watches this show, who is a lyricist, who wants to put something down over this track uh, for the Stardom Sidem Show? We are all about it. Uh, yeah, tweet us at NFL Fantasy, and uh, maybe we can make something happen. We'll figure it out, figure that out. Anyway, you know how this show works. 
Every week, Michael F. Florio puts out his list of starts and sits. You can find it at NFL.com slash start sit. And we go through a handful of them. And then, of course, you can tweet at him, either at NFL Fantasy or at Michael F. Florio, and you can let him know your thoughts. Because we know that the internet is a reasoned, measured place <laughs> and that no one is going to have weird, hot, angry takes uh, about anything that Florio writes or says. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, all right. Let's just dive right into it. Let's take a look by starting. Uh, let's start by taking a look, I should say, at your list of quarterbacks. Who you got? I think Matthew Stafford in a great matchup is in play this week. Kirk Cousins. I'm going back for more after a down week two in a better matchup. Joe Burrow. Uh, I, I think he bounces back, and then Carson Wentz. I'm trusting his playmakers there. Uh, the sits. Russell Wilson, who him and the Broncos offense have been struggling. Tua coming off of that six touchdown game, I would still sit him. Jameis Winston, and then. Struggling Matt Ryan in the Colts offense, I, I would not be trusting him. Well, let's look at some of those guys on that list. First off, I love the Kirk Cousins call. I think he bounces back after a rough night against the Eagles on Monday night. But Carson Wentz uh, in the revenge game against the Philadelphia Eagles, the team that drafted him. Uh, he had one really great season. Then he got kicked to the curb after things sort of went sideways. Uh, it has been, you know, look, the first halves have not been great. The second halves have been a lot better. But you think he keeps it rolling this week, huh? Yeah, I'm going to ride with the hot hand here. Kirk, uh, I'm sorry, Carson Wentz has been a top five fantasy quarterback in each of the first two games, throwing for over 300 yards and at least three touchdowns in each. Uh, the Eagles offense, I, I know they held Kirk Cousins and the Vikings in check in week two, but they gave up a bunch of points in week one. And this is really me just trusting the playmakers around Carson Wentz. I think when you have Terry McLaurin, Dotson, Curtis Samuel, Logan Thomas, and then the running backs there as well. There's just enough playmakers where even if Wentz himself doesn't have the best game, I think those guys will do enough damage after the catch. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I worry at some point the wheels are going to fall off. There's going to be one week where yeah. it falls apart for Carson <laughs> Wentz. Uh, hopefully it's not this week because he has been very good the first two weeks of the season. Uh, another guy on your stardom list was Joe Burrow. And... The first two weeks have not been particularly great. He's been under a ton of pressure. I was the other day, I was going to get lunch. I was in the parking lot of a Jamaican restaurant near my house, and this guy drives by, and he's like, hey, I need you to tell me that it's going to be okay with Joe Burrow. What am I going to do? I tried to reassure him, <laughs> but in case that guy is watching this show, you have more words of reassurance for him. Yeah, one, that is an awesome story. Two, <laughs> I, I need to hit up this restaurant with you. You've told me a lot about it. I, I definitely have to check it out, but... I think Joe Burrow is in play this week because I, I know he's had a down year. Week one, uh, 338 yards, uh, multiple touchdowns, a career high in rushing yards. It's a pretty good game for a down game. Uh, he struggled in week two. The whole thing, though, is he's been sacked more than anyone. He was sacked seven times in week one, six times in week two. The Jets, though, only have three sacks as a team coming into week three. So I think this is a game where Burrow will have more time, a little bit more time to stand up and and get that deep ball to Higgins, to Chase, I, I think Burrow bounces back in week three. The thing I, I mentioned on Fantasy Live is that the first two weeks, he saw some awesome pass rushes. Week one, uh, it was T.J. Watt and the Steelers. Week two, it was Micah Parsons and the Cowboys. The Jets don't have anybody like either one of those guys on their defense, so maybe it'll be better. Uh, Tua Tungavailoa coming off that huge game against the Ravens, a career high in passing yards, six touchdowns. This week he faces your Bills. I'm not going to say this is a homer pick because this game worries me too. Uh, it feels a little bit like chasing the points if we were going to start him this week. Yeah, I, I'm a big Tua Tungavailoa supporter. I was coming into the year. I think 
beyond this week, you could get him in your lineup. It's just this is the toughest matchup for quarterbacks. Right now, the Bills are allowing by far the fewest fantasy points. Two quarterbacks, they held Matthew Stafford in check in week one. Brian Tannehill, it got so out of hand, they benched him in week two. Uh, and this is after the Bills last year allowed the fewest fantasy points, passing yards, and touchdowns to quarterbacks. So it, it's more than just a couple of weeks. This is a trend that we've seen over the last couple of seasons. Tua struggled in his one game against the Bills last year, threw for 205 yards, no touchdowns, and an interception. I will point out that right now both Bills safeties are up in the air. If those guys end up sitting, I think Tua becomes a more appealing option. But I think this is one of those weeks, Marcus, where you sit him. If he has a good game, you just say, hey, he's matchup proof now. I could start him each and every week. And even if he struggles, I think you can go back to him week four on. I think the saving grace is potentially this game being high scoring. So maybe that sort of works into his favor, but a lot of it makes me nervous and I'm staying away where I can. Uh, let's move on to your wide receivers. Taking a look at your stardom sit-ems there. Who you got? Uh, I'm riding the hot hand there with Garrett Wilson against the Bengals. I think Drake London is another rookie in a good matchup that you get in your lineup. Uh, I'm trusting Curtis Samuel there. And Jacoby Myers getting a lot of volume in a good matchup. I think he's a deeper play. I'm sitting DK Metcalf, Brandon Ayuk, Darnell Mooney, Adam Thielen, all big names that are just struggling volume-wise and production-wise coming into week three. Well, let's start at the top of that stardom list with Garrett Wilson. Had the big breakout game this past week against the Cleveland Browns, and it felt like sort of his announcement, his arrival announcement uh, for the Jets. So you feel like he keeps it going this week? Yeah, I, I loved that in week one, he already saw eight targets. He, he had a solid game in week one, but then he really built upon it in week two. 14 targets, no one on the Jets was even close. Uh, he finished that week with 30 fantasy points. Somehow was the wide receiver six, just because elders at the position went off. Uh, but he's currently a wide receiver one on the year. And what I like is no one has passed more than the Jets this year. 75% of their plays have been passes. And I know that's because... They've been trailing and having to come back. I think that this could be another game where they're struggling or, or chasing points, trying to keep up with Joe Burrow and that high-powered Bengals offense. I know they haven't been high-powered, but I think they bounce back, and I think that leads to good things for Garrett Wilson. Yeah, I think, you know, as we talked about, if, if Burrow's not under pressure, he's able to throw the football effectively. That means the Bengals score points, which means Joe Flacco and the Jets have to throw to kind of stay in the football game. Uh, over to Curtis Samuel, and we've talked plenty on the fan, NFL Fantasy Football Show about the Washington offense being interesting this year. Every team seems to be trying to find a Debo Samuel. Debo is one of one as far as I'm concerned, but if there is a reasonable facsimile, I feel like it's been Curtis Samuel the first couple of weeks. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. And, and the way they use him is partly why I have him as a start this week. I, I know the Eagles secondary has a lot of talent, but I think they'll be shadowing Terry McLaurin and Dotson, who have been the downfield receivers in this offense. And then they're using Logan Thomas in like the intermediate. Curtis Samuel's averaging less than three air yards per target. They're just quickly getting the ball into his hands, letting him do what he does after the catch. And it's leading to a lot of production. He leads his team in targets. I, I think that he is a reliable wide receiver, too, even in this tough matchup, just because of the way he's been being used. 
I mean, they're, they're running. I think they line him up in the backfield, I think, 10% of the time. So uh, he's getting carries. He's getting targets. Maybe not a big downfield guy, but they're just putting the ball in his hands and sort of letting him work. Uh, all right, let's get to a little rapid-fire session. We're calling it How We Feeling," which is about guys that we're getting a lot of questions about on social media. And, again, you can always hit us up uh, on Twitter, at NFL Fantasy. So I'm just going to rip through some guys, give you a name, and you give me just a few seconds on how you feel, whether or not you'd start them or sit them this week. Let's start with the GOAT, Tom Brady against the Packers, where he may not have any of his receivers. Yeah, I'm more worried than than I thought I would be coming into week three. I think Brady's a low-end QB1 that you could get away from this week. All right, let's go to the guy on the other side, Aaron Rodgers, a game that, again, not, not a big point total expected between these two teams. Packers passing game is struggling. How are we feeling about Rodgers? Even worse about him than about Brady. I, I think he's <laughs> in play as a low-end QB1, but if I have another QB on my roster that I like, I'm fine going the other direction. Over to Minnesota, Justin Jefferson, like pretty much the entire Vikings offense, put up a dud on Monday night. How are we feeling about Jefferson this week? He's fine. He's a top five wide receiver every single week. I, I never even consider getting him out of my lineup. All right, now C.D. Lamb, he's playing on Monday night against the Giants. The target share has been good. The production's been just so-so. How are we feeling here? I think he's like a volatile wide receiver, too, one that I, I think you can play depending on what your other options are, though. Over to San Francisco, I mentioned Debo Samuel, he being a one-of-one. One. Right now, he's just a wide receiver, 25 on this season. But he's got Jimmy Garoppolo back, so how are we feeling? I would still be riding with Debo. I think having Jimmy G back and being in kind of a normal game where it's not terrible weather or your quarterback's getting injured uh, will we'll only do him well. <laughs> Some consistency would probably be nice for Debo. Uh, <laughs> Javante Williams on the other side of that game against the 49ers on Sunday night. ERB 14 on the season. How are we feeling about him against the good Niner defense? I'm still going to ride with him solely because of all the pass work he's been seeing. So I think that keeps him in play as an RB2 with more upside. Uh, we've talked a lot about the Washington pass catchers, but let's talk about Antonio Gibson. Just 28 rushing yards in last week's game, but did have a touchdown. How are we feeling about him against the Eagles? I think he's like a volatile, low-end RB2. Who Week one, I love the pass game usage, but it kind of went away. It feels like a mirage right now. Antonio Gibson, kind of that guy that we've been freaking out about, at least mildly freaking out about, uh, all throughout fantasy draft season. Taking a look at the start and sit tight ends for week three. Florio, take us through them. Kyle Pitts is there because I'm never giving up on Kyle Pitts. <laughs> I also like both of the L.A. tight ends in Tyler Higby and Gerald Everett. And then in that game against Everett, I'm going to go with Evan Ingram, who was more used in week two. And then some sits, Isaiah Likely, Cole Komet, Taysom Hill. Uh, those are guys who I know were streaming options in week two. I would get away. And then Albert O uh, just did not love the usage in week two. Yeah, I might have to give up on my Albert O dream, which sort of hurts my heart. Also, uh, I put Evan Ingram in my sleepers column this week, and I started by saying I know I'm going to hate myself later. But here we are. This is what we're doing uh, in, in week three. Uh, let's talk, though. Let's go back to our weekly check-in on Kyle Pitts because it seems like this is where we are right now. There's a part of me that thinks that Arthur Smith is going to pepper him with targets just so we all shut the hell up. I don't care. I'll take spite targets. Uh, but it just feels like at some point Kyle Pitts is due for a big game. Yeah, and I think it's exactly kind of what you said, like a squeaky wheel type of game because the narrative now is like they're not throwing the ball to Kyle Pitts, so we could see them throw the ball a bunch to Kyle Pitts. He's currently tied for 15th amongst tight ends in 
total targets, but he's still getting a bunch of air yards, which is why I still think his upside is met only by the elite tight ends here because of what he can do as a field stretcher. Additionally, he opened the year against the Saints and Rams, two stout defenses that are currently in the bottom five in fantasy points allowed to tight ends. They were also tough on the position last year. Now he gets a Seahawks defense that has struggled against the position. I think this is Kyle Pitts' get-right game. People are kind of freaking out about him. This feels like a buy-low opportunity, definitely, on Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I sent out a few trade offers myself yesterday. <laughs> uh, other guy, Tyler Higby. Now, that, that end of his 2019 season you know, is very much in the rearview mirror. That felt, in retrospect, sort of like an anomaly, sort of like a fluke. But watching him early in the season, the Rams are really targeting him. It looks like Tyler Higby could be a thing all year long. Yeah, right now he currently leads all tight ends with 20 targets and 96% of the snaps played. So he's not coming off the field, and Matthew Stafford is clearly throwing him the ball a lot. He's the tight end seven on the year, and then it's all about the matchup as well. Like, the Cardinals have allowed by far the most fantasy points, catches, receiving yards, and touchdowns to tight ends. And then on top of that, I think this game has a chance to be a very high-scoring game, which means even more passing. So for me... I picked up Tyler Higby in a couple of leagues, and I'm starting him everywhere I have him. I feel like Higby right now is, is a guy that has to be in your lineup, getting plenty of targets. And um, the Cardinal defense, it's bad. So uh, this is a good start for me as well. Let's talk about some players we think deserve more hype and are must-starts for week three. Start us off, Florio. I'm going to go with Marquise Brown, who is someone that I was hyping up coming into the season. And I know he's his start of the season hasn't been as great as we all thought. He did have a touchdown in week one to salvage his day. But 11 targets in week two, I, I think that needs to, some more attention. We know that he's already one of the better downfield targets. We know he already has a, con a connection with Kyler Murray. I think in this matchup against the Rams, where, again, I think it could be a higher-scoring game, I think we'll get some deep shots downfield. I think Marquise Brown is still a, a high-end wide receiver, too, with the upside to finish as a wide receiver one any week. Yeah, Brown is uh, getting a lot of work. I sort of like Greg Dortch, too, as a sleeper after what he's done the first couple of weeks in Arizona. Uh, this is one that you and I are sort of on opposite sides on. You've got DK Metcalf as a sit. I think he's actually a start this week against the Atlanta Falcons. We've seen the Falcons the first couple of weeks give up big games to Michael Thomas, then to Cooper Cup. They just seem to have problems with number one wide receivers. It feels like this is a chance for DK to get right a little bit on top of it. We got Pete Carroll out here suggesting that he might hashtag let Gino cook. Now, I don't know what that means. It might be opening a can of Chef Boyardee, but I at least like the idea and the spirit of it. So I think this is a week that we see the Seahawks try to push the ball downfield, get their playmakers involved. So I think that we might actually have a decent week out of DK Metcalf against Atlanta. I definitely love the matchup. The only, yeah, it's more the fact that I don't trust the, what Gino and Pete's cooking might look like. But <laughs> I think if there's ever a week to, to trust the matchup with DK, it would be against the Falcons. I, I can't wait to see the memes of, you know, let Gino. The, the let rest cook memes are pretty funny. I, I can't imagine the let Gino cook memes, what they're going to look like. Uh, well, Allen Robinson's been off to a slow start so far this season, but uh, this feels like you mentioned Tyler Higby getting healthy, or actually getting healthier, I guess. Uh, A-Rob gets healthy this week too, huh? Yeah, it, this is just a game that I want to target for fantasy purposes because every Cardinals game so far has been high scoring, uh, and I think that this one will continue that trend as well. Uh, Robinson saw more usage in week two than week one. It wasn't quite what we wanted it to be, but he did score a touchdown. Uh, but that was a game, though, where the Rams kind of had a lead. 
and they could take their foot off the, the gas a little bit. I don't think, I mean, we just saw what the Cardinals did coming back against the Raiders. I don't think we're going to see that happen, even if the Rams have a lead. So I think Allen Robinson is still in play as a, a borderline top 20 wide receiver. I've sort of had to readjust a little bit on A-Rob just because so much work is going to Tyler Higby, which I didn't uh, quite anticipate. I'm not out by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm just I'm recalibrating a little bit after the first couple of weeks. Uh, my other one is Dawson Knox for the Buffalo Bills. I mean, with a lot of tight ends, after you get past maybe the top you know, five or so tight ends, you're talking about being touchdown dependent. But I really do think this is a situation where Knox can get a lot of targets in a game that potentially is high scoring. Uh, the Bills are spreading the football around to a lot of guys. I mean, Stefan Diggs obviously is going to eat. We'll see if Gabe Davis is back and, and what sort of workload he might get here. But beyond that, everybody's getting opportunity. But it feels like the, the middle of the field could be open. And I think Dawson Knox is going to get some opportunities. I will say this. I thought last week it looked like there was a play where maybe Stefan Diggs had stepped in front of Dawson Knox to get a <laughs> touchdown, which kind of had me upset. But then I saw the replay. It looked actually more like Allen was sort of targeting Diggs, and Knox was just kind of in the vicinity. But uh, for a minute, I was uh, I was going to be upset that I felt like Stephon Diggs was being greedy and selfish uh, and was taking opportunities away uh, from our <laughs> tight end potential there. Going to take a quick break. Hang around. We'll be back in just a few. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair? Or to have hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard, but... All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. 
apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. NFL Plus is the league's new exclusive video streaming subscription service. NFL Plus has your game day covered with live, local, and primetime regular season and postseason games right on your phone or tablet. NFL Plus is available in the NFL app and at NFL.com. Subscription plans start at just $4.99 per month. Fans can visit plus.nfl.com and sign up for a free trial of NFL Plus today. Taking a look at the Stardom Sidham running backs for week three. Florio, who you got on your list? James Robinson back like he never left. I would start him. I'd also ride with David Montgomery, the one bear I would start. Clyde Edwards, Hilaire. And then I'm going to trust Tony Pollard in the pass game usage there. Uh, and the sits, I'm sitting Devin Singletary. Uh, I like the matchup for Rashad Penny, but the usage was far too confusing in week two. Uh, and then Travis Etienne and Chase Edmonds, they, they just look like backup running backs right now. So get them out of your starting lineup. Well, let's talk about James Robinson because you mentioned it. He's back like he never left. We had questions about his usage rate, his workload. In the first two weeks, he has answered all of those and more. Uh, and he's really made us look like we overdrafted Travis Etienne after the first couple weeks. Yeah, you talk about back like he never left. Week two, he played 63% of the snaps with 23 carries and two targets. I mean, this is a guy who just tore his Achilles. He's getting 25 opportunities in his second game back, but he sat between 15 and 20 fantasy points in each of his first two games. He's currently the RB6 on this season, and I know the Chargers' defense is much improved from what it was last year. But last year, they did allow the most fantasy points to running backs. So I, I just I trust the workload that Robinson's going to see. He looks like his old self. I say you start him. Yeah, I think you got to get him in your lineup until further notice. I mean, he's looking like a solid RB2 for sure uh, for the first couple of weeks. Devin Singletary, a player that I know we both like. But for me, and maybe for you, it's just that there's just too many mouths to feed in that Buffalo backfield and not nearly enough opportunities to go around. Yeah, and, and I know we could say, like, oh, it was a blowout in week two, but he has just 10 opportunities in weeks one and two, that being carries plus targets. Uh, like you said, Zach Moss has been stealing some pass game work there. James Cook is still involved. And then you always have to worry about Josh Allen vulturing uh, carries and touchdowns near the goal line. To me, it's just too much uncertainty week to week. I, I like holding Devin Singletary in case he carves out a larger role like he did last year. But right now, I don't think I could start him at all. 
Yeah, it's basically a four-headed attack, as you mentioned, in the Buffalo backfield, and that's just too much. Uh, even with a high-scoring offense, it just hasn't really translated to a lot of fantasy production. All right. Get your finest gear on. Get your kicks. Get your slacks. Get your shirts on. We're going to Club Dub. Our favorite players of the week, the guys we guarantee are going to score 25 or more. Florio, who is getting into Club Dub this week? I'm going with Amon Ross Yeah! Woo-woo! He, he is the most savage player in the NFL right now. He said after that game, he was like, I looked on the sideline to try to locate Diami Brown, who was a wide receiver, taking over me. I didn't see him out there. Like, my God, Amon Ross St. Brown, though, he, he finished last year as the wide receiver two down the stretch only behind Cooper Cup, and he just picked up where he's left off. He's clearly their best player uh, on offense. He's clearly their top target. He's going to get lots of usage. He's going to be used near the, the goal line, which you love as well. And in a matchup against the Vikings, where I think it could low-key be a high-scoring game with two of these higher-powered offenses uh, bouncing back after down week two, I would say get Amon Ross St. Brown in all of your lineups because he's going to go off this week. Amon Ross St. Brown is like the Arya Stark of the NFL right now, just listing <laughs> off the names of, of people uh, that have wronged him. For me, I'm staying in that same game. I'm going the other side. It's Dalvin Cook. I got two money guns. That's how fired Let's up go. I am about Dalvin Cook this week. Absolutely. Look, I know that he wasn't great in week two. And even week one was just sort of mediocre. So for anybody who's a little bit down on Dalvin Cook, I'm telling you to keep the faith. This is a week I think he gets back into it. We know he's on the field a ton. We know he's getting a ton of touches. It's a game that could really be high scoring. Plus, Cook is getting targets here. Everything points toward Dalvin Cook having a big breakout game. I think he's a top three running back for sure this week. And so if you've been panicked about him, you're worried about what's going to happen, I tell you to worry no more. Dalvin Cook is not only going to be in Club Dub, he's going to be popping bottles, getting bottle serves, getting little sparklers coming over to his table with the mixers and everything. <laughs> it's going to be fine for Dalvin Cook this week, which is weird. We're talking about a Vikings-Lions game. It's going to be high scoring. I don't know the last time we've ever been able to say that. No, but these are two off fun offenses, I think, with a lot of, like, young, fun, exciting fantasy players. And also, Marcus, I love that, you know, last week you didn't sneak up on us with the money gun, so you brought last week's money gun out with you and just was dual-wielding it. I loved it. Yeah, we, we got to go We gotta go big, man. We're like, we're, we're re-announcing Dalvin Cook to the world, so we got to go big uh, with the dual money guns there. By the way, if you enjoyed this show, which we hope you did, uh, there's plenty of me and Florio and the rest of the <coughs> NFL fantasy team. You can check out the new fantasy Q&A show on Tuesdays and Fridays. We're answering all your lineup questions, so you can tweet them to us at NFL Fantasy. You can also catch us streaming at 7 p.m. Eastern in the NFL Fantasy app, NFL.com, and the NFL Fast channel on your TVs. Show's also available on demand and as a podcast in the NFL Fantasy Football Show feed. So if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe right now. So, Florio. That is it. We are headed fully into week three. I always say like this is the week that hopefully we learn we know things. We, we overcorrect once after week one. We overcorrect again after week two. So after week three, we're going to know everything in the world, right? That's that's just how it works. Fantasy Twitter will tell you that. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, that's going to do it for this edition of the Stardom Sitem Show. We appreciate you watching. For Florio, I'm Marcus. Enjoy week three, and we'll talk to you again soon. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 
37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 